Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey, welcome everyone. Yeah, welcome back everyone. Glad this to is, be with you. This is Pardon the Intermission and I'm Eric. I'm Jason. So hey, it's good to be with you guys today. Yes, exciting to be with you guys today. We are now deep in the thralls of the holiday season. That's right, that's right. Did yeah. you uh, did you make it past uh, Thanksgiving then? Turkey, I, too much turkey? Not enough turkey? Fortunately, I did not suffer t- turkey coma this year. <laughs> okay. Being, yeah. One of the advantages, Eric, of being type 2 diabetic is that you learn, you learn to moderate your eating. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't shove as much high caloric that's... food into my body the way I used to. Yeah, that, 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 that'll, <laughs> for, that'll for take care of that. For obvious reasons, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That'll 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 let but, you learn your limits real quick, right? right? Yeah. How, how was your turkey day? Uh, it was really good. It was really good. 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 I, yeah, I can't. You know, that's the other thing too. It's uh, uh, for me, it's getting older. As the older I get, uh-huh. I notice my body can't handle that kind. You know that that volume right. of food. So it's like, you know, I can't oh, yeah, eat, right? just eat. If I eat, 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 boy, I pay for it later. I mean, and, yeah, yeah. in the bathroom so, for three hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, I learned to moderate too, but for different right reasons, on. you know, but well, no, it was, it was really good, but I'll tell you what, yeah. yeah. Uh, since we were gone, there has oh, been lots happened. a lot, a lot, a lot of happened. stuff happened. Yeah. Um, today we're going to, we're going to focus on one huge story that's happened. Well, oh, big. It's big. Tell it's us what big. it is. Yeah. Jason. Okay. It's big. So, for all of you Disney fans out there, listen. You probably already know by now, but it was announced on November twentieth that Disney's board of directors decided to axe their former CEO Bob Chapek, who replaced Bob Iger, and they're bringing Bob Iger back. That's, oh, they brought him back. They brought yeah. him back. Yes. Yeah. So the, Bob Iger has now returned as the CEO of Disney. And that that is big news for a number of reasons, a lot of which we will get into on this episode of Pardon the uh Pardon the Intermission. Yeah. You know, I I think um um I don't know, you know my first thought was I was really ecstatic and I was excited about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um you know what? I'm really not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> After I've had some time to, to think about it, okay. how do you feel about okay. Iger coming back? Okay, well here's okay here's the, here's how I how I honestly feel about Bob Iger coming back. Uh, I, I think that this was um, I don't think they made this move for the right reasons. I mm-hmm. think they made this move out of desperation. Okay. De- in the story that I read, which I found on Fortune magazine, um, this move was made based on a myriad things. First and foremost, the shareholders. Yeah. The shares were declining a lot. In fact, according to the article I pulled from Fortune magazine, uh, it says here that Disney's equity value has been declining a lot. In fact, uh, their stock devalued from $154, Eric, on November 19th, 2021 to less than $92 a share on November 18th of this year, a difference of approximately negative 40% compared to the Dow loss of about 5% for the same period. For those of you economics nuts out there and analytics nuts, you know what those numbers mean because I sure as hell don't. <laughs> well, that Eric, means a lot. That means right. that they were in trouble. Well, they but, are yeah. in trouble. So yeah. yeah, they are in trouble. They've lost money, which is huge for Disney because they are a billion-dollar behemoth. And I yeah. mean billion-dollar behemoth. But not only that, Eric, 
the company itself has been embroiled in some political controversy. Yep. Uh, they got into a little squabble with a preschool in Florida that painted images of Mickey and Minnie Mouse and some other uh, Disney characters on the side, uh, on the walls of their school outside on the exterior. And Disney did not take too kindly to that. The preschool, they told the preschool they had to remove the images because it was an infringement of copyright, (laughs) copy and trademark infringement. The school said, F you, in not so many words, we're going to keep them up. So Disney's been embroiled in that. But we also know that the company itself has received a lot of backlash over the way that some of their creative content on Disney Plus has been produced, the way that it's geared more now towards being really politically woke, how it is kind of addressing some issues that quite frankly, um, have infuriated a lot of the the viewers and the fans like you and I. Mm -hmm. But also, there have also been a lot of concerns about just the way that the content has been produced. Uh, Basically, viewing everything as a cash cow and how the stories and a lot of, especially in a lot of the Marvel content, a lot of the stories have really deteriorated in value. And so they're now concerned that, or they've been concerned that Disney now is just, telling its subsidiaries now like marvel and star wars we Mm -hmm. don't care what it's like we know it's going to make money just produce it yeah so you have political you have financial you have creative differences there's been some internal power struggles elsewhere so yeah it's just a mountain of things that have culminated into one big issue well yeah and 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 let's you know let's start by saying here that i think a lot of these issues were actually created under bob Iger before he left now a lot of this stuff was still under him you know, and, and not only that, one thing you didn't mention was also the parks. The parks oh, are a right. huge yeah. problem. The parks yep. are, are falling apart. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of the rides, uh, people are complaining, guests are complaining that the rides are constantly broken down. Mm-hmm. Um, you they, know, the trash isn't even getting dumped. I mean, the quality, that was the whole purpose right. of, of Disney, or not purpose, I should say, but that was the whole idea of Disney back then, is it was the quality yep. of the parks. You know, they were just, they were top notch, and that the quality has diminished so much. They also got rid of the popular Fast Pass distributions in favor and, and of they, the reservation system, the, which has completely bombed on them. And they and they installed the so, Genie Plus, the Genie which Plus, was yeah. actually something that Iger had mm-hmm. put was was put in. Right. In Iger's time, they yeah. were they were going forward with it. They just hadn't implemented. And then a the yeah. reason it took so long is because obviously the pandemic, the parks were shut down. Yeah. And then, you know, um, when Iger uh, left and you had everybody called him uh, what was it Bob Paycheck it was Bob, Bob Paycheck yeah instead <laughs> of Chapek it was Chapek. Bob Paycheck Bob yeah uh, <laughs> right. whole paycheck when when he you right. know he kind of so so and then that was the thing you know I, I did too I, I blamed uh, uh, Chapek for a lot of the problems and issues and I guess looking into it more and hearing more of the, more of the stories and, and more of the information I, I did find out that yeah I think a lot of these things were implemented under Iger they just hadn't took full effect um, yeah. until until now you know they kind of came to a head now and and Chapek is the one in charge and of course he's the one that's going to get blamed I don't think he he was he was a great CEO by any means um, right, right. N- not not that I would know necessarily I'm not on the inside of Disney but I mean just looking at from the outside um, he didn't seem too personable he made a lot of mistakes too you know he mm-hmm. called yeah. the what did he call the uh, uh, undesirables he called the pass holders undesirables. Yeah. Um, you know, so he made a lot of mistakes with the public yep. and, and the way that he would phrase yeah. things and the way he handled the whole, uh, Florida bill that, you know, was a big controversy for, 
for Disney. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. And for those of you who don't know what Eric is referring to, this is a situation where um, uh, Disney was embroiled in this issue with the Florida legislature, where the Florida legislature stripped Disney of special privileges in place for almost a half century, which had granted Disney quasi-governmental authority over its oh, that was Reedy Creek. Florida properties. Yeah, Reedy yeah. Creek. Yeah. And Disney did well, not. That well, was, that was set up. Yeah, that was set yeah. up originally when, you know, back, I mean, we're talking back before Walt had passed away and they had That's created right. this. They It was yep. a bunch of swampland and nobody was ever yep. using it. So yep. Disney said, hey, we can do something with this. Yeah. And and because of that, they had a deal with Florida at the time and it had been in place all, I mean, all these years. Yeah. But what what initially sparked it off was the legislation that that Florida was putting through with their schools, which everybody I don't want to use the term that everybody else is saying because it was a wrong term I think that they were calling the bill. But yeah. anyway, I can't remember the actual name of the bill, but they it, it was the kind of the a political side of that that really sparked everything, and that sparked the whole mm-hmm. well that Governor yeah. DeSantis saying, well, let's take a look at Reedy Creek now and see, right, and, right. and we're gonna we're gonna pull that away from you and take that back now, yeah, right? And you're not gonna have those because really Disney has just to get into this one a little bit more. Disney has, if you think about yeah. it, very special privileges with that with Reedy Creek. They could do anything they wanted, and they didn't have to get permission. Now yep. you have Universal down there in Orlando; they would have to go through all the government. Uh, bureaucracy to get anything done. Yeah. But with Disney, they didn't have to do that. So if this thing does go through, I think Iger yeah. thinks he can maybe reverse it. But if this thing does go through, yeah. that's huge for Disney. I mean, and, and their parks, because now yeah. there, it's going to be a whole different landscape for them to get something done in the parks. Yeah. And they're moving at a snail's pace anyway. I mean, it's not yeah. like they're throwing up rides left and right anyway. I mean, yeah. Tron's taken how long to get that done? I want to say you know? five years. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean... Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I think it took yeah. what two years to build uh, uh, Walt Disney World in Florida, and it's taken uh, five yeah. years for. <laughs> At this rate, the California bullet train is going to get done before the Tron ride will. <laughs> yeah, and that's like never getting done. Right. Um, so anyway, go, going back, going back to Iger. So, yeah. um, so yes, I, like I said originally, I was excited when he <clears throat> came back because I thought, hey man, this yeah. is, means that everything's stuff's going to get fixed. Mm-hmm. But in all honesty, and thinking about it and hearing more information and hearing that a lot of this stuff started under Iger, yeah, I'm not so optimistic anymore. And you know, another thing I wanted to bring up too is I think that. Um, you know, Disney has really, here's another thing about Iger. He really pushed for Disney plus for the streaming platform. He put everything, he bought Fox, Mm -hmm. uh, for their content for Disney plus for, I don't know what billions. It was like nine, 90 billion or some crazy amount of money. Yep. And all this is what has thrown Disney Mm -hmm. into this debt. And I don't think, you know, I, I think the, 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 Seeing the, the deterioration of the parks and the content is is basically basically started from them spending too much money, and then yeah. with the COVID shutdowns now, you know I'm not a financial guy, but I mean with the COVID shutdowns, right. you know with the money that was spent, now we're seeing everything kind of come come uh, uh, together here in this whole mix of chaos yeah. uh, for for the Disney company. Yeah, uh, it's like the perfect the perfect storm for them right now. Yeah, it is. And you know, the, the thing with, the thing with Bob Iger is, uh, as, as a creative executive before he left, he, he would, yeah, he, he did a lot of things to continue the Disney brand. And 
uh, to continue the excellence of the Disney brand. That's the word I was I was mm. uh, accidentally omitting because for those of us who have experienced Disney and who've grown up as fans, Eric, our, our families have gone to to Disneyland together and we've experienced yeah. Disney. We all we, we all love, love the parks. Disney. Yeah, we love them. And the one thing that Disney is always so proud of saying, well, there's two things that they're proud of admitting and saying, is that number one, as long as there's a little bit of imagination left in the world, Disney will always grow. Mm. They're proud of that quote that was said by Walt before he passed away, meaning that Disney will never stop expanding. It yeah, will the parks will never be completed. Yeah. But on top of that, Disney has a very rigorous and structured model of customer service that all of yeah. its employees, at least the theme park division, live up to. But when they hire their Imagineers, when they hire their filmmakers, their audio engineers, these people are the best of the best because Disney expects the best of the best. Yeah. Well, what we've seen right now, Eric, over the last, I would say, what, five, 10 to 15 years with Disney is it's a classic situation of the rich getting richer. And unfortunately, those dreams of avarice uh, have finally boiled over to the point now where Disney has made so much money as a company that mm. it literally does not care about those tenants that I just spoke about that made Disney the peak of excellence. Yeah. Everybody else has tried to model Disney, either from a theme park side or from a film side, yeah. because Disney's been the best. But now, as we've seen the last few years, under Bob Chapek at least, and in some, ex in some extent to Bob Iger, they have been more concerned about settling for the bottom dollar. All right. Whether rather than just investing the creative part into making the money, into making the I don't want to say making the money special, but what I'm trying to say is that they basically steered away from those elements that have made them a model of family entertainment excellence for so many years. And again, you, you wrap in all of the ancillary things, the the political uh, the political issues they've been embroiled in the issues with so many of their animated films throughout the years now being retracted for content that might offend other people. And they have to go and write little disclaimers yeah. before you watch Peter Pan, that this might offend you because it portrays native Americans in a, in a bad light. So they have, well, they, not, not only that, and, and plus two, just not even yeah. producing content to this day that, that, that fans want. Right. You know, I mean, exactly. Buzz yeah. Lightyear. I, you know, I watched it. I don't think it was necessarily a bad movie, but mm -hmm. I don't think it was a movie that I, I think if it, they had a separate character, it might have been a good movie. But to yeah. tie it into the Buzz Lightyear that we all know from Toy Story, you know, yeah. they, they they took property that was already there and then tried to mold it into something mm -hmm. else. And I don't think people wanted that. And, I, no. and the same thing with yeah. Star Wars. What they've done with Star Wars. What they've done. They have. There's no excuse for it. They have all the material, yep. right? They have all yep. the material, like you said. Earlier. I mean, they have they have the catalog of everything right now. Yeah, and and they're and they're completely destroying it, and they're putting out inferior products. So part of that too, yep. I think also the employees. Now you know, Chapek right before he left, uh, I don't know if you saw there was he put out a thing. There was going to be a hiring freeze, which, which yeah, I just which, read that yesterday. So, so employees yeah. were also, and then the whole thing earlier where they were trying to move. Their uh, 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 the I think it was the imagine the imagination department or I mean the Imagineers mm -hmm. they wanted them to move which was scheduled but they wanted yep. them to move from California to Florida, to Florida. they were they were they were mm -hmm. building facilities over there yeah and then of course there was so much backlash with the employees with that they didn't want to move I mean so there was just like I, I think like I said it was a perfect storm for Chapek I think it was just like. He came in after after COVID. I think they were already in money troubles, probably before we didn't before the public even oh, knew. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, I mean, oh, they're yeah. yeah. So you yeah. add that, and then he's trying to to make up some money with all this skimping and saving at the parks, right? And yep. then adding, 
you know, uh, just like you said, you know, we do go to the parks. Uh, well, not very. I don't go very often because, I mean, we can all see how much they cost now. But right. but it's like even the last time we went, they didn't have this Genie Plus system no. going. So now you got to go and you got to buy, you know, ticket. You got to buy your ticket. You got to buy the Genie Plus now. You got to buy mm-hmm. an extra ride if you want to go on Rise and not yeah. wait in line for three hours. You got. Yeah. There's just so much you have to do and you have to be on your phone. You have to try Yep. That the experience, like you said, the experience is being lost. So I, I think they're just right now they're batting zero with everything, they are. With all that they have with all the different. D- Disney has sacrificed its legacy of family entertainment excellence for the sake of making a buck. And that's I, that was one of the well, reasons. Well, let, let me ask you this, though. Yeah. You're saying for the sake of making a buck, but I'm, yes. I'm wondering if it's for the sake of 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 not going under i mean it's like they almost like that's my point with chapek is i think he almost had to do this stuff because he's the business guy yeah he almost had to do this stuff to try to keep disney afloat i mean they're even finding out now the reason that now i'm not saying this is this is just rumor i'm not i this is opinion i don't have i don't have any facts on this mm-hmm. but but there's there's been some rumor let's say that that even that the numbers which it is true they say the disney plus numbers have been inflated they those aren't the correct numbers that's right yeah and and there's even rumor that some of the other numbers have been fudged with because mm-hmm. they were in big big trouble i mean like yep. i said even more than than the public knows yeah and that's why they got rid of him so quick is because of, of that that was that's a rumor too i yeah. don't have fact on that but but so in other words i don't know if it's just to make a buck or if it's to save their own skin right now you know what i'm saying because they spent too much money buying all this other stuff fox and all this all this other media they got hulu why would you even get Hulu? i mean why do you ESPN, need all these services yeah. eric i think it's a little both I, I think it's a little of both, and I, I think in the article that I read, talking about the 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 drop in their stock uh, by a lot, mm-hmm. that's an example of them sacrificing their creative excellence for the sake of the almighty dollar, knowing that people were just going to, or assuming that people were just going to flock to the Disney brand because it's, it's Disney, Disney. Yeah. just like people are going to flock to the Marvel brand because it's Marvel. Star Wars to Star Wars. But and I, essentially what I'm trying to say is that when Chapek took over, and I'm just assuming this as well, I don't know the guy, I've never met him, and I never will, but just based on the way he was handling business there, it felt to me as a fan like he just sat back in the chair and kind of let the the money run the business. Not, mm, yeah. not you, Basically, he told his people, I don't care what you have to do. Just continue to get, make this company money. But unfortunately, unlike Bob Iger, who came through the creative process in Disney and was familiar with how to be an Imagineer and a creative uh, CEO, Bob Chapek is just a dollars and cents guy. He doesn't know the Disney brand the way Bob Iger did. And that's why it also makes a lot of sense to bring Bob Iger back, because what's the best way to get your stock back up? Go back to what made you successful in the first place, getting back to the creative side. And, And Eric, ever since Bob Iger came back in the short what two or three weeks he's been back he's already announced they're going to revamp genie plus and take a, a look at that model okay and see if they can revamp it they're getting rid of the park reservation systems at disneyland at least i don't know about disney world are they, they completely getting rid of it well see, they're not going to get rid of it entirely they're going to revamp it like genie plus and yeah. they're going to find a way to strip it down and make it more affordable okay. and make it more amenable to the consumer and to the fans but so Iger has already announced that he's going to start looking into making these changes, including lowering the overall general admission prices for the theme parks, but they're not going to happen at a rapid rate. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously going to happen over a gradual rate of time. But my concern with that, Eric, is how much time do they really have? 
because they mm. have to start, they have to restore a lot of confidence in the investors. They have to start restoring a lot of confidence in the fans. And that is not necessarily something that can be done um, over a gradual amount of time. Well, and, and I'll tell you, I, one thing that did concern me um, about it, or actually kind of I, I made me more concerned about the, the uh, state of the company overall. Yeah. Um, is the fact that, you know, I thought, okay, once Iger took over, that stock price is going back up, right? Because everybody's like, oh, finally. And there was a bump. But you know what? It really hasn't done too much different right now. Now, okay. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know that. <laughs> I'm not a stock guy. So I don't know if that yeah. means, you know, uh, there are people that, that obviously know what they're doing and, and that there's a reason for that. But yeah. um, that seemed like that was kind of concerning. It's like, well, maybe the company's in more trouble than what, <laughs> you know, we consumers out here know yeah. uh, what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing is that I know uh, Disney Plus was a big, uh, a big Iger uh, uh, push. You know, Iger loved Disney Plus, and yeah. and I think that has been that might be Disney's downfall, unfortunately. Okay. Um, you know, because I mean, content. Here's the deal with with the uh, uh, Disney Plus system. You know, mm-hmm. you you're only going to have so many subscribers, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it yep. goes. Yep. But the problem is, is content. You have to, and that's why Iger bought so much. You know, bought Fox and was was uh, had all these acquisitions of, of of content and and of property to put on Disney Plus. But you know, you can't just put old. You know, I can't sit there and watch Star Wars. Uh, every I can't sit there and watch Star Wars over and over and over again without having something right. new. So then they felt now now they feel the like what you're getting into is how the content is kind of weaning. They have all this material, mm-hmm. but you know, it's that it's getting too diluted now because they've had to put so yep. they had to throw up so much new stuff to keep people into it, keep the subscribers they have there. Yeah. yeah, the other ones, you know, try to get new ones in that they're they're um, you know, it's just bad content. And, and to piggyback off what you're just saying there, and reading this article that I have been quoting from from Forbes magazine, this just refers specifically to the streaming. Eric, the article quotes specifically. Bob Iger said that Chapek was quote unquote delusional in his characterization of the quarter. Disney streaming showed a one and a half billion dollar loss. Mm, one and a half you go. billion dollar loss. That's this, huge. It's extremely huge. Missing Wall Street expectations, nearly double the loss of the previous year. So if they lost one and a half billion dollars over the last quarter. How much did they lose the previous quarter when this article says that their loss nearly doubled the loss of the previous year? Yeah. That I mean, that is huge for a streaming platform that made a lot of noise. But I mean, they before it even went live, they I mean, they were pushing this and advertising every which way you could imagine. We were practically being force fed Disney Plus before it came out and then it comes out and everything is on there. But then all of a sudden, like you just said, and then when they purchased Marvel and Star Wars Mm -hmm. from Stan Lee and George Lucas and Lucasfilm, everything just changed after that. So, yeah, Yeah. and that, again, piggybacks directly into what you were just saying there. And, and, I, and I think, you know, because I, I don't know what the vision of it was, but to me it almost seems like they were they were putting too much on the streaming. Like, you know, once people – people are not going to go to the parks anymore. They're going to be streaming now. You know what I mean? Content. Like, it, it's like people – I don't understand because to me it seems like they've completely left the parks out of, out of the idea, even with Iger towards the end of it. Okay, but that confuses me though because, I mean, for Disney fans, I mean, they're fans of everything. Everything Disney. Not- See, that's what I mean. I, I think they misjudged it because how could you do that and not put the money and not put some of the money into parks? I mean, oh, I see what you're saying. I, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm saying. just saying. Is they're, they're kind of yeah. like it's almost like they okay. were kind of leaving the parks out a little bit. Like, well, you know, we'll have fans go there and they'll they'll just like the 
experience, but we don't have to do too much there. So what you're suggesting is that they invested more money in the streaming platform. Sure. Than I, the I theme think they put. Division. I think they put all okay. their eggs in the streaming. Got it. Got it. Basket. Okay. And I think that was Iger as well. And, and then I think Chapek was just got trying it. to trying to you know continue that, but trying to stay afloat and trying to do all that stuff too. Okay. You know, juggle all the eggs in that basket, but. Um, that's just my impression of it because yeah, I mean, like we said, the content, I mean, just being consumers and we're out here talking as consumers, Mm -hmm. the content has went flat. I mean, it really has. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I, I think, you know, in, in, in the next show, I know we're, we're uh, talking about doing a review of a show, like one good show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But that came off of Disney recently, Disney Mm -hmm. plus, but to be honest, I could almost get rid of Disney plus. I could care less right now because they really haven't put anything new that I want to see. Yeah. Here's the deal. Like the model used to be, and, and let me, uh, uh, we're almost at the end of the time here, but let me just say this real quick. The model yeah. used to be, and with Disney, right, they, yeah. they, they would put content like on ABC or they would sell their content to other things. Now, yeah. if you only have to put out a movie once in a while and, and, a, and a show here and a show there, and maybe you had Disney Channel and that did okay with a few shows, right? Yeah. yeah. You could really <laughs> focus your best, your most talented on just a few things and put out some spectacular work, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff yeah. that audiences loved. And as well as being uh, not so political, too. That's the other thing, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. So, so those couple of things. But now if you've got the streaming platform where you got to come up with all these shows, quick, okay, we have all this property. Well, let's do this and that and this and that. And uh, I don't know. Just, you know, what I'm getting at is that, like I said, it, everything gets kind of diluted. You don't get yeah. your, 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 your best effort out of every show. Yeah. You know, and we can see that. I mean, most of the Star Wars shows are crap. Boba Fett, yep. and I'm sorry, Kenobi was crap. Yeah, I mean, to yeah. me, it was crap. This, yeah. Everything was was really bad about it. I'm and, sorry, but and getting back to the theme parks real quickly. I know yeah. you and I like Star Wars Land at Disneyland, but Star Wars Land hasn't been the huge success for the for Disneyland no. the way that they expected it to. It was. It's not. From what and, I understand, it's not what was promised it, out yes. of out of that land. Yes, exactly. And the other thing too is that you know people always complain about this that they they're going with the. Uh, with Ray and with uh, 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 what's his name um, Finn, Finn, not and Finn, po, but uh, po? Uh, no, Han Solo's son. Oh Ben, Ben. I was just going to uh, Kylo Ren. Out all the names, and Kylo Ren. Yeah. But they're going, they're going with those characters. The only character that people really tie into is Chewbacca. Chewbacca. I mean, people want Darth Vader. People want, want Luke Skywalker Luke. and Leia yeah. and Han. Yeah, they yeah. want the. Yeah, you're right, and they are. They are attracting the the characters of the films that older, people like least. Old, yeah, older Star Wars fans like you well, and I don't like because those films weren't geared towards our generation. Yeah, well, and it's true, and there and there is a lot of uh, nostalgia there. And here's the thing: when yeah. when you go and, and let's just talk. Okay, so basically, my point was as far as the content is, the content's yeah. lacking huge, right? Yes. So they put Agreed. all those they put all those eggs in the Disney Plus, yeah, and they're, and they're kind of letting the park, and then the parks haven't lived up. That's that. I keep hearing that that Star Wars hotel, that Galactic, whatever oh, that thing's called, that Galactic has, Cruiser. That thing is going down in flames. And, and it, it is, Eric, I read an article last week where it has bombed so bad that Disney is just handing out discounts left and right to anyone who will take yeah. them to stay yeah. there. Yeah, and I'm like, even employees are trying to get employees to stay. You right. know, they're giving employee huge discounts. Right. They're trying to get content creators in there to come and just to, to prop it up. You know, I mean, they had those guys when they first opened, but I mean, now they're just trying to keep getting them in there so yep. that they can keep keep it in. You know, but no, people just it's a one and done. It's it's a one understand. It's a terrible, terrible it's, concept. It's a terrible. It's it's a bad concept. It's kind of yeah. I mean, I, at first I thought it might be kind of cool, but really it it. It, it's it's not working at all. So yeah. you have to. That's the one thing I think Disney was also good at. They were good at 
um, kind of restructuring. It's like, okay, this isn't working. Let's let's try yeah. something else, you know, and do it. But yeah, like you're saying, Star Wars did not, uh, uh, yeah. Batu did not pay off yeah. the way that it was supposed to. Um, and they're hoping by bringing Bob oh. Iger back, they can restructure yet again. Well, here's the deal, and, and with, with with Disney, isn't that to me? Here's what Disney is. Disney is nostalgia. A lot of it. I understand there's new content and new stuff, and I don't mind that when it's good, but it's a lot of nostalgia. You can go to Disneyland. I mean, I can go to Disneyland right now, and I can ride rides when I was from when I was a kid. Yep. Right. Me too. Me too. You know, yep. and I can ride them. The ones that I rode with my parents, and I go yep. there, yep. and my daughter, I get to ride with my daughter those same rides that I rode with same my parents. And it, yep. it's that nostalgia factor. That's why you have like in Fantasyland, you have rides that have yep. been there since the opening day. Yeah. You know, and people, even though they're not much, I mean, it's not like they're these huge, you know, it's, it's not Rise of the Resistance, but you go into Peter Pan, you go and you ride Dumbo, right. you know, and you're like, man, this is so cool. It matters to those of us who have been around long enough to know what Disneyland once represented to our childhood, to our youth, but yeah. to families as well, because that's why Walt built the damn place. <laughs> yeah. He wanted some place where parents could bring their kids to spend equal time with them where they all could have a good time. Yeah. You know, because he got sick and tired of sitting on a park bench watching his daughter spin round and round on a carousel and he couldn't do the same thing because it wasn't equipped for him but you know with, with disney though um i think they by by bringing back Iger, they actually they did something i thought they would never do they mm. admitted their failure oh okay they admitted good, their good failures because they have made they have been so they have done such a great job at making money over the years they finally admitted a failure okay it's not working for us. Yeah. We've got to go back to what did work for us. And look, Bob Iger, like Bob Chapek, has his issues here and there. The guy's human just like you and I. But the one thing he has that Bob Chapek doesn't have again is that eye for Disney because Bob mm. Iger came up through the ranks through Disney. He he was the CEO of the theme park division at one point. He's worked with the Imagineers. He's worked with the illustrators, the artists, the people that have made Disney what it is to you and I. Yeah. The nostalgia part that's there, he's familiar with. Let's let's and and you know and here's here's the thing though. I, I will say I think Bob needs a second, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Speaking of nostalgia, okay, you got to figure as far as just the parks go, not Disney content, but the parks. Yeah, yeah. Walt had Roy. Yes, he Walt did. was the creative. Roy was, was the money the, man, the financial guru. You yeah. had Eisner and Wells. Mm-hmm. Eisner was We're the creative. creative. Wells was the money man. Exactly. And and when when Wells passed away, remember when he had that accident? Yep. And he passed away. Mm-hmm. Eisner kind of it kind of Eisner went off on a, on a, on his own, and and he didn't do too well. No. So I really it's funny because I really think that maybe Disney operates. They need to have a, a partnership of two you know strong minded individuals. One's a creative, and one's a money person to really work things out so maybe Iger if there's going to be any success going forward for Iger he's only going to be there for a couple of years anyway right supposedly right. but yeah if there's you know or if he's going to put people in place to take over after him they need to have some they need to have like a, a two-person team one being a creative and one being the money person right and and Eric if that's how it's going to be which it will he needs to not look outside Disney he needs to not bring in somebody who knows how to make money he needs to look within Disney whether that's male, female, black, white, whatever. Well, I, you know, I don't know, though, because Eisner was from outside. Eisner and Wells both were from outside, right? They were both outside from Disney. They came okay, in. Okay, you're right. Good point, I, good point yeah. there with that. Okay, you're right. I'll give you that one. But they need to find people, whether they're in or out, that believe in the company, that believe in 
you know, in Disney itself, the idea of it. What I was trying to say is he needs to find somebody not like Kathy Kennedy running Lucasfilm, mm, yeah, who just yeah. views it as a cash cow. You need to find somebody who's invested in the creative aspect of everything that's Disney. In the content. Whether that's in yeah, whether that's inside or outside. Yeah. Inside within the ranks of Disney or outside the ranks of Disney. If you can find someone devoted to the creative end, that's what makes you the money. Mm. And if you yeah. if he can find someone that is devoted to that and that believe has the passion for it, then maybe they can turn their fortunes around. Now let me ask you, uh we're running out of time here, yeah, but let me, yeah. let me ask you one more question. Yeah. There's also rumor that mm-hmm. Iger is brought back to sell the company mm-hmm. and the most likely candidate would be Apple. Do I've heard s- that. Do you see that happening? Um, yes, I can see that happening. Okay. How, Uh-oh. However, <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, just knowing Apple the way we all know Apple. But with that being yeah. said, Eric, I've got to say this. If he's going to sell Disney to Apple, he's he better have his attorneys present in that room with Apple's attorneys. And he better let mm. them know, if you guys, if I'm going to sell this company to you guys, like what George Lucas did when he sold the Star Wars rights to Disney, he told Star worst, Wars... Worst ever. Well, he said, look, if I'm going to sell this to you, you've got to promise that you're not going to bypass a lot of what I've already done. But anyway, what I'm getting at is he better, if he's going to sell to Apple, it's going to be on his terms. It's going to be on his terms, his demands, and he's going to have to tell Apple's people, I know you what you guys are. You guys are a major tech company, but let's face it, all right? We've seen situations like this in the past where big companies have scooped up other big companies and told them, hey, we'll keep your product just the same. But lo and behold, six months later, nine months later, 12 months later, they go and they flip it and they completely go nuts with it. Mm. It, it, It's happened a lot in the, but, but at any rate, what I'm, again, what I'm saying is I can see him selling to Apple, but... Apple's going to have to concede entirely to Disney. He's going well, to have, they're going to have to basically. We hope. We hope. Yes. Cause I can just see it now. You and I taking our families to Disneyland the next time out and we have to go purchase a freaking iPad before we get in <laughs> for $350. Won't they, just, won't they just give us one to, to enjoy the park experience to help enjoy that? Yeah. Buy three iPads, get the fourth free. Yeah. So we no, spend $4,000 before we walk through the gate. I heard that rumor too. And I think if, if Apple gets involved, unfortunately, I think it will, it will be the death of it, Disney it as we know it. I, I as agree. We know it. I agree too. I, I hope it doesn't yes. happen because I think that's the problem. I think there's too many people there, there's too many uh, uh of these monopolies going on too many companies are are, yep. are buying up other companies and, yep. and 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 it's just it's going to be one big company <laughs> yep and you know my, well my thought is why in the heck would apple want to buy disney in the first place they don't, don't know. they don't know jack squat about family entertainment they yeah. know a heck of a lot about making computers and technology that is usable in and out of the classrooms and in our everyday lives. I'm never going to argue that with Apple. But they don't know a damn thing, even though Steve Jobs, their former um, their former uh, CEO, helped create Pixar. Mm. Pixar f- melded into Disney, so we know how that partnership came around. Despite that, Apple as a company itself doesn't know jack squat about family entertainment technology yes family entertainment no yeah i i think i think if if they wanted to sell off pieces like if they want to sell pixar back or let them do let them do that yeah 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 go ahead and and you can you they can take that um i i think uh final opinion here before we go yeah i I think i think they probably should somehow i don't know if they can now get rid of well they need to get rid of all this extra stuff like fox and all this content yeah and and just go and and maybe get rid of disney plus and just go back to selling 
their uh, content to other streamers and make money that way. They were doing a lot better back in the days when that was the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see, we've talked about Netflix a lot of times on this show, and they're yeah. just they're just a streaming service. They don't have parks or anything. Yeah. So you see what what trouble they're in, what they're streaming, and what they're trying to do. Yeah. And and I think that this is going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens with with it. But I think that Disney Plus is the anchor right now that's holding mm-hmm. the company down. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they play that. I mean, maybe they have this genius way to work it all together, but man, I, I don't have well, a lot of hope in that. I, yeah, I know. I'm cautiously optimistic too, especially since Iger has already been quoted as saying that he's going to... Um, double down on... <laughs> he, well, no, he's not going to double down. He's going to play more of an influential role in the creative content that goes on Disney+. Plus. So in mm. other words... He's going to be having a lot of meetings with um, with the with the screenwriters of the Marvel shows, the Star Wars content. So he yeah. he is going to be taking more of a front seat approach on this, unlike what Bob Chapek didn't do. Well, li- listen, I, I we're, we're, this is going to be a forever show. Um, you, you know, the thing is, is that when when you have when when you think you have good people in place, yeah. you want to let them do their job, and I do understand that concept of yeah. it. You know, yeah. and and I can see maybe that he was he's trying to be necessarily hands off, where hey, I trust them to do their job. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, but but yeah, if he gets in, it'll be interesting to see what what Bob Iger does if he does have a hands on approach with this. And see if maybe he can straighten, you know, straighten that ship a little bit. It'll be nice to see yeah. some good content coming out. But at the same time, like I said, it's just they've, you know, I don't know. It's not too promising. At it, this point. You're right, it's not. But hey, we're getting. I think we're, shouldn't that shouldn't that? Uh, yeah, there we go. That's what I was looking for. We could we could actually go another probably two hours oh, talking about what we what we, we think could. about this. But it's just our thoughts and our opinions, folks. So, That's right. Uh, yeah. Hey, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, Please uh, review the show and subscribe. That helps us out for sure. Don't forget to like us. And, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in. Pardon the uh, intermission. and Yeah, pardon the intermission. I almost (laughs) said interruption again. I'll never stop saying that. Anyway. That's a tough one. Tell your friends about us. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out. God bless. All right. Take care, guys. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.